Alright, welcome back to the Anytime Sports Podcast. I'm Colin, I'm here with my co-host Andrew, and wow, what a great week of NFL Week yes, 18. Yes, for sure. For sure. We're going to do it really quick here. We're going to react to Sunday's games. This is going to be a little bit longer episode than normal, mm-hmm. but man, it may have been some throwaway games, but it ended on a banger, and we'll get we'll get to that first, but now let's just, we're just going to key on the major games, the playoff games teams and the could have been playoff teams mm-hmm. in in this matchup we're not gonna go through them all so the chiefs won against the broncos 28 to 24 i'm very surprised this game was as close as it was yeah and towards the end of the game vic fangio kicks a field goal inside going for it he needed to go for it, that yeah, situation exactly. where as mm-hmm. brandon staley will go for a fourth down every time mm-hmm. the chargers head coach and Vic Fangio is the exact opposite of that. He's the most old school coach you can have out there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really felt like really cemented him and being fired too. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're in that light of the game and you need the points, obviously go for it. Like as you see with the Chargers, they were converting. They were like 6 for 6, 7 for 7 in their game converting. That's what you got to do if you have a team that can convert on fourth down. Obviously do that. But... um. The Broncos-Chiefs, it was a really close game for most of the game. I think they were tied for a point. The Broncos were ahead at some point. Um, but, yeah, I thought the Broncos were going to come away with it, uh, upset the Chiefs really close to the playoffs. But the Chiefs, they don't look like the Chiefs we've seen in the past. But they're a playoff team. They're a playoff team for sure. Yeah, they definitely are a playoff team. Moving on to the next game, that's Cowboys-Eagles. Cowboys was playing basically a second-string Eagles team, though. They really mm-hmm. didn't play. So, of course, they were going to ball out. Dak Prescott, 21 of 27 for 295 and five touchdowns. Absolutely phenomenal. But given you're going to have that game against all Eagles backups, right, Andrew? Yeah, exactly. If uh, Especially if you're going to get – I mean, it's Minshew Mania, but um, – exa- ex- Especially since this Eagles backfield was all secondaries, really. Hopefully this Eagles team is healthy for the playoffs. They're all ready to go. But obviously, uh, Dallas came out to win. Yeah, very much so. Credit to them on that. Let's go to the Bengals-Browns. The Bengals ended up losing that one. But, you know. Joey B didn't start. Joey B didn't really play. He didn't play this game. So, uh, neither, you neither can't did, really uh, count it against them as a loss. Did, uh, neither did Baker. Baker did not play. He's been struggling with injuries all year long. Yeah. They Definitely not in playoff contention at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a throwaway game, but it was a playoff team. We're just going to skim by that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Packers. Lions. Packers actually ended up losing that oh one. My. What, happened? 30, what happened? 30, 37 to 30. Lions were pulling out all the tricks and gadgets in that game, all the flea flickers mm-hmm. ever possible known by man. Another, another thing is uh, people are saying, I mean, Packers secondary did kind of play. Jordan Love was 10 for 17. Aaron Rodgers 14 for 18. They ended up losing, but they, it, the game didn't really matter. They got the first seed in lock. Um, I'm really excited to see what this Packers team can do in the playoffs, but I know us as Bears fans, we want to see them lose in the NFC Championship, so the NFC Championship owns the Packers again. Yeah, that <laughs> is very true. Uh one thing to note in this game, St. Brown from the Detroit Lions absolutely went off in this mm-hmm. game. I think he has a bright future ahead in Detroit. If they actually get him a good quarterback, he could have. He yeah. was one of the bright spots of this game. Maybe he can just continue that in the next season and very have a mm-hmm. some good momentum for the Lions, maybe win a couple more games than they did. Obviously, they're yeah. not going to be a playoff contender, but... You know, win a few more games. And another thing uh, I want to mention is Lions do have the second overall pick in the next year's draft. There's not many good quarterbacks in this uh, this year's draft, so they could possibly get a good. Uh, I know, like the top two picks are both D tackles. Kenny Pickett. What? Kenny Pickett. Can we see Kenny Pickett? From... Oh yeah, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Kenny uh, Pickett possibly. maybe might be a not bad choice for the Lions, but I don't know. I kind of see. A pass rusher. They need kind of yeah. a pass rusher in the line. Possibly there is some uh, good, there's some good D tackles up there uh, for the draft, so they could possibly pick one of those up. In the next coming weeks, we'll definitely do a way too early mock draft. But as of right now, mm-hmm. we don't have any mock drafts actually drafted up. Let's head into another game that sadly this team just had to beat the Jags, <laughs> and they would have been in. I'm talking about the Colts. As they lost to the Jaguars twenty-six to eleven in the clown game. Exactly. Did you hear that the Jacksonville yeah. fans were dressed up as in clown suits? I guess. I guess it was that, a clown yeah. game. I guess that motivated their players. I mean, but right, it motivated the organization. For, I guess for Indianapolis, this is not the Indianapolis team we're used to. They went from beating the Bucks, beating the Pats, to losing to the Jaguars. You can't be doing that 
they were on such a good run. I don't know what happened in this game. But yeah, they literally got clowned in Jacksonville. Of course, the scenarios for the Steelers to make, or Steelers to not make it would be the Colts or no, the Colts had to lose to the Jags, which they did, and it was almost a tie in the Chargers Raiders. So all those uh, scenarios that we thought weren't possible almost came true. Yeah, it was very much like that, and you gotta really wonder about Frank Reich at this point. I always thought he was a great coach. But having traded away that first-round pick for Carson Wentz, having to trade yeah. those picks away for Carson Wentz, and you still miss the playoffs when the Eagles in a rebuilding year made the playoffs, there's a big red, mm -hmm. red flag right there. And this team, it just can't seem to just get over the hump that they need mm -hmm. to do to either make it further in the playoffs, because last year they did make it to the playoffs. They were first-round exit, but they can't really get over the hump and uh, they haven't been since yeah, Peyton this, Manning, yeah. I'd say. This is for sure a team I could see potentially, possibly next year. Some Their defense is amazing. Their offensive line is amazing, I'd say. Maybe get Carson Wentz out of the house. I don't know if he's the guy. He looks like the guy. He could be the guy. I don't know. But honestly, that team, I see, I see potential in that team. I see a bright future for the Colts. If I may add something, during the press conference at the end of the year, here, uh, Frank Reich would, did not fully commit to Carson Wentz being the quarterback next year. Mm -hmm. Of course, he said, hey, we'll evaluate every situation like we always do. I can't really guarantee you mm -hmm. everyone's going to be here. But yeah, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but he has not fully committed to Carson Wentz on the Indianapolis Eagles. Indianapolis Eagles. Wow. Quote that. <laughs> Colts. Indianapolis Colts. Wow. I'm thinking of two different teams. Right right. Here. One's in the playoffs and one's not. All right, All right. On to the next game, uh, we got Steelers and Ravens. Steelers making a spot in the playoffs, just barely. Thirty seconds left in that Chargers Chiefs or Chargers Raiders game, which could have ended up in a tie easily. But the Raven or Steelers coming on top over the Ravens, sixteen to thirteen. Ben Roethlisberger was thirty for forty-four, two hundred forty-four yards. Big Ben's last final stretch. Um, Tyler Huntley, 16 for 31. He is not good in this game, but honestly, he hasn't looked that bad for me or that bad to me as a backup. I could definitely see him being a backup for Lamar in the future, possibly next year, but this Ravens team is just injuries all season. Very, very much so. The Ravens just needed, if they did not go for two in some of those games, maybe they could have mm -hmm. gotten a couple more wins and they could have been going in the playoffs, maybe with a healthy Lamar. Who knows with that situation? Mm -hmm. Hey, I don't know if you saw, but Big Ben came on the. He did a press conference today saying how they have no shot at all at winning this game. They're just going to go out there and have fun. So I honestly think Big Ben's halfway into retirement and did not <laughs> even expect to play yeah. in this game. Wouldn't you want to win your last game? Your I last know. starting he, game? Well, I mean, I like the optimism. Hey, yeah, we're yeah. going to go have fun. Yeah, have we're going to go have fun. Regardless, we're going to go have fun. This team is a very good team. They're one quarterback away from actually being really, really yeah, good. Yeah, they got potential. It, they got good potential. It's a sad thing that they have Big Ben as their quarterback right now yeah. that's just a brick that yeah. can't do anything. He's past his prime, but hopefully they'll at least put up a fighting chance against the Chiefs, but I don't really think so. Uh -huh. Let's move on to uh, the next game. The Titans-Texans. Titans-Texans. The Titan, Titans yeah. ended up winning that one, 28-25. What were your thoughts? Um, Titans scoring 21 points in the second quarter, which is amazing. This Titans team, the pieces are all starting to come together. King Henry's going to be back soon. Julio's back. A.J. Brown's back. Seems like things are coming around for at the right time for this Titans team. Perfect time for the playoffs. I could definitely, if all the weapons are there for the Titans, I could definitely see them making it far. Possibly Super Bowl Bowl runs. They do get a first-round bye, by the way, too. Mike Vrabel should be coach of the year. I don't yeah. think it's been really understated. There's over 95 players they've had turn around uh, and join yeah, they had a, their active roster, yeah. most in the NFL, and yet they still not only made it to the playoffs, you'd expect them to maybe squeak into the playoffs, no. but no, they have yeah. the first round by credit to this team. This team fights and digs. They are a very, in my mm -hmm. opinion, a very dark horse to maybe make the AFC Championship yeah. and could win it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've... Uh... Yeah, definitely. This team has come together at the right time. Uh, like you said, Mike Vrabel looked amazing out there. They did have Adrian Peterson for like one, two games. Released him. They realized they, they're just piecing the people they need together. And they then, don't yeah. need any old farts to win like nope. that. But uh, may I just add to the Houston Texans, man, give Davis Mills another opportunity. Uh -huh. I don't know if you've noticed in the past few weeks, I've kind of 
warmed up to the idea and watched more film on Davis Mills. He has the highest passer rating in in the past few weeks hey, of been, deep balls than any out. other. He has and, been very yeah. accurate. And if, if you take the early games he's had out in the season, the mm-hmm. first few weeks, if you take out those games, he's been pretty damn good as a rookie. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him get another shot at running the team next year because I don't yeah. think Deshaun Watson's coming back at all. Exactly. That's what so, I was going to say. Yeah, um, they possibly they, I, they should trade Deshaun. Stick with Davis Mills, trade Deshaun, get some value out of it, maybe get another weapon for Davis Mills. And, yeah, you'll have a pretty solid Houston Texans team once that defense gets pretty uh, squared up. I do think Davis Mills can take a step forward. He looked very good in this mm-hmm. game. You know, you just need to get him a couple offensive line pieces. He didn't look as rattled, you know, as where yeah. Trevor Lawrence would step up and kind of run at certain times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stayed firm in the pocket. He's delivered the ball downfield. And yep. against the Chargers, I don't know if you watched the game uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but the Chargers were definitely not expecting exactly. Davis Mills to throw that much, and he was – airing the ball out there and he is very accurate downfield very dangerous get a few pieces to davis mills mm-hmm. he may be a really good quarterback a sneaky good quarterback heading into next season yeah exactly uh, very excited to see what this houston texans team has got but on to the next game we're going to skip the saints falcons we're going to go to the bills jets bills really not really much of an interesting game bills not really needing the win to make the playoffs making it in the playoffs like they do every year we'll see how they do we'll see how they roll in the playoffs but not really much to say yeah. about this game. Yeah, the Bills ended up winning this one like we'd all think they would. Uh, Josh Allen actually played this game a bit. He was 24-45 for 239 and two touchdowns. The way I I just don't know about this Bills team going mm-hmm. into it. It's it's all going to be on, on Josh Allen, in my opinion. This team's going to need to go through Josh Allen. And through times, he's he's shown that he can throw the ball. He can turn the ball over a few times. He can yeah. turn the ball over a lot and you can't do that in the playoffs when the best of the best come out to play you got to have minimal turnovers and you got to have a good rushing Mm -hmm. um or run game yeah that's not just josh allen every single time i know they've started to get devin singletary going these past few weeks but i don't like this buffalo bills team actually heading into the playoffs i don't think they'll make it to the afc championship maybe the divisional round I I depends who they're playing in the wild card. I don't know exactly who they're playing, but yeah. we'll uh we'll go over that later. But um, on not exactly next... that high on the no, no, on no, this Bills team. All right, on to the next game. We got the Niners barely squeezing it out against the Rams in overtime. Niners needed this win to make it to the playoffs. Rams didn't need anything out of this. They clinched their division regardless. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, 23 for 32. I was going for the uh, Niners in this game. I'm Jimmy G. But I also like the Rams. Matthew Stafford was 21 for 32. Uh, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Like Matthew Stafford, like we said, you could take Matthew Stafford out of Detroit. You can't take Detroit out of Matthew Stafford. Keeps turning the ball over. You can't have that when you're this close to the playoffs. When you're in... The one thing that's good saving about Matthew Stafford is mm-hmm. he has one of the best game-winning drive quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL right now. I think he's number one or number two. It's either Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford. I'm yeah. not too sure about who's number one and who's number two. I think those two are very good. But Matthew Stafford in a late game, if you need a comeback drive, he may be your guy. Mm-hmm. But I really, really would like to see the Rams kind of get more of a run game going to yeah. help Matthew Stafford because I right now think it's only on Matthew Stafford it is. to air the ball out. Especially, and that's uh, not... yeah, especially with Robert Woods out, that really didn't help the Rams at all. And the fact that they've gone through many running back injuries throughout the season. They just need some stability at that running back position. Mm -hmm. Maybe work off their pass game to open up some runs. You know, it's kind Mm -hmm. of always the opposite, but maybe it could be work in this way. Um, Just blowing blowing that lead, though, that they had uh, that did not look very good. Mm -hmm. You know, the 49ers are not a bad team. I like the 49ers heading into the playoffs. Um, This Rams team... I don't know. To me, they added a uh, new. They uh, oh yeah, they just signed him. Um, oh, it was like oh, I just have it right Eric here. Oh Weddle. yeah, Eric Weddle. Yeah, that's what it was. It's Eric Weddle to come out of retirement and play, and be a ring chaser. So maybe if he comes, yeah. he's a very yeah. good safety. If if he's back to at least a minute of what he was, uh-huh. I do think they that's a good pickup for the Rams. But uh, uh, this game. 
is hopefully we'll get to see this one definitely, again. Definitely, uh, I want to touch later in the yeah, I want to touch on a few things. Definitely, Eric Weddle's a good signing for the Rams. They do need some backfield help. Um, another thing I want to touch on the Niners. I think Jimmy G has looked amazing this season. Not too fantastic, but not at the point where I think Trey Lance should overtake him. Trey Lance has had his uh, time to prove it, but. Also, Jimmy G's ahead of Trey Lance. I think they keep Trey Lance behind Jimmy G one more year, just have him get a bit more experience. That's what I think they did wrong with Justin Fields and Tua. They put him in right away. Like, having him sit behind a veteran like Jimmy G for a whole year gives him so much more experience, just so much, like, possibly playoff experience, uh, see what the playoffs are like. But I think Jimmy G has looked pretty hot on the Niners. I'm excited to see what they do in the offseason with those two. I mean, I kind of disagree with you in that situation. I do believe Trey Lance is a guy that you think he needed to sit down, and he definitely needed to sit behind somebody, but I do not think they'll keep Jimmy G on that team. Mm -hmm. But I also do like the fact of starting Tua, starting Justin Fields, starting Zach Wilson, starting Trevor Lawrence. They may have not had the best statistical gear, and I'll also throw Davis Mills in that conversation. But they may have not had the best statistical year, but they're getting reps. They're getting yeah. live game reps. And what's going to get you better? Live, live game, game reps. reps. None yeah. of those guys seem as broken, mm-hmm. like mentally broken from mm-hmm. being bad at their performance. But I think they're learning. And with that playbook, like Davis Mills is a great, great thing. Is. Earlier in the year, he did not play so well, and he mm-hmm. grew – over that time, and he was able to have a good end of his season. Same with um, Trevor Lawrence in the, his last game of the year. He balled out he in that did. game. Uh, Justin Fields at moments throughout later of the year before he got injured, mm-hmm. he looked balled very out. good. Zach Wilson in moments we saw little mm-hmm. blurps of where, wow, this guy could be really good. Mm-hmm. I do think, and the only ex- exception to, man, he's done very good is is Mac Jones. And, yeah. and, and Mac Jones, we'll, we'll head into that. But I think Mac Jones was just put in the best situation it was to yeah. succeed right away. Like yeah, but I, um, yeah, I think uh, anyways, if any of the players like Trevor Lawrence or any of those guys were put on the Pats, any of those rookies, I think they would have done the exact same. Mac Jones is put in a position where he's with Bill Belichick, the, one of the greatest coaches of all time, if not the greatest, um, with a great team around him, good some good weapons, a solid defense. You just put in a good position. Yeah, and speaking of Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick and the Patriots lost to the Miami Dolphins, and now the Dolphins, the head head coachless Dolphins, beat them. Wow. We'll touch the on Dolphins head coaches. Up, we'll touch on head coaches a lot later. I just it doesn't make sense doesn't to me, but I actually actually hearing some of the things, it kind of explains it a bit better. Um, what what the situation was going on. But we're here to talk about the games right now. The Dolphins ended up winning this one, and they beat the Patriots. Credit to them. They're, they basically did really well against the Patriots in yeah. in the era that they they had there. I think, Brian, wasn't he like 4-2, and two, the record? Who? Their coach. The oh, yeah, coach yeah, yeah. His name? What is his uh, name? Brian Flores. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but the, I don't know. I liked him on the Dolphins. He brought him on a seven-game winning streak. Potentially see him going to a team that has potential like Denver or Chicago, but we'll touch on that later. All right, on to the next game, uh, Seahawks-Cardinals. Uh, Seahawks, Flores, yeah. Seahawks coming on top 38-30 to against the Cardinals team. We know all season the Seahawks team does not, not look great. We know the Seahawks team has not been fantastic. Russ has had his struggles. This Cardinals team really falling apart towards the end of the season. D hops out, uh, having giving up some big losses to the Lions and the Seahawks, both teams that have been beaten by the Bears, which are not a great team. Uh, your thoughts on the game? My thoughts on the game, does this save Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson's job? Does this save another year? Or what will happen, maybe this was the last game Russell Wilson plays in a Seattle uniform. He goes to New York the next year, the Giants, mm-hmm. and balls out there, and Pete Carroll gets fired. We haven't heard Pete Carroll get fired. If he would have probably got fired, he would have got probably fired Monday, so they'd have yeah. more of a search. But we did see somebody Tuesday get fired. That was Joe Judge. But... It's normally everyone fires their coach on that Monday, so they yeah. have more opportunities to search for a guy. But who knows? Who knows with Russell Wilson? That could have been his last time in a Seattle Seahawks uniform. But really, we have no no reports right now saying that he's going to go 
this yeah. off season. We may have a bit, but it's just mm-hmm. not really hot right now in the media spectrum of things. And the uh, Cardinals, they're um, they're they keep fighting. Uh, this this Cardinals team is very banged up. Um, mm-hmm. They just got to keep keep fighting and winning their games. You know, they may get D Hop back for this game. This next wild um, wild card game, mm-hmm. who knows? Um, Kyler Murray, I love Kyler Murray. He's a great player. Yes. I just don't, I just don't know in the playoffs if he's got enough weapons and if he could actually really yeah sling the pigs again uh, in yeah. a and playoff then, game. Uh-huh. Then, we'll, and then you wanna yeah we'll go to the next one. Bucks Panthers. Uh, we don't really need to touch on that one. Bucks winning forty one seventeen. Not really much of an Bucks, important game. They're but... a playoff team. Yeah, they absolutely blew up. Um. Blew him out. Uh, Tom Brady coming in the game to give Rob Gronkowski his incentive bonus was a huge deal. Um, Rob Gronkowski had seven receptions, 137 yards. Wish he could have done that actually in season, in fantasy football season. Would have helped me out a crap ton. But besides the point, not bitter about that at all. But um, he got their incentives. They're all getting their money right now, and they're all getting their money just in time for Super Bowl time. So yeah, maybe yeah, this yeah. team can make run. Who not? Let's go into the best game of the week eighteen game. Pers- I, I, honestly, really I would I would say out of this, this would probably be my top three favorite games of the entire season. Yeah, I'd actually have to say that so far. Top three regular season game. Because I don't know, the playoffs seem to be crazy and could offer some crazy matchups, but yeah. this this game did not disappoint as it looked like late in the game. Chargers Justin Herbert drops back in the pocket. He throws. Touchdown with zero seconds left. Absolutely phenomenal throw on the money mm-hmm. to Mike Williams, and he cu- catches it for a touchdown. I mean, that it was amazing, that throw, the catch, um, leading him back. Sadly, the Chargers didn't actually end up winning this game. It was 35-32. It could have been a tie, right, Andrew? Yeah, it could have, uh... Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was coming down to 30 seconds. The Raiders were going down the field, and then uh, the Chargers head coach, uh, he called a timeout. I don't know. The Raiders are saying it definitely changed their game plan, but I don't believe that the Raiders were going to. Uh, the Raiders were probably going to call a timeout anyways, if, if, even if the Chargers didn't. I don't think they were going to let the game go to a tie anyways. But, um, yeah, Raiders no, were. I... What did you say? No, no, continue. Yeah, the Raiders are uh, definitely pulling this one out by a field goal. Daniel Carlson winning the Raiders another game. He, like he's won many throughout the season, but let's give some credit to this Chargers team. They looked absolutely amazing. Justin Herbert was 34 for 64. Pretty much half of his completions were uh, uh, completed, but or half his pass attempts were completed, but 64 pass attempts. You've got to have some guts to throw that much in a game that means this much for this team. Very much so, and uh, this game was it was a very, very good game. Derek Carr, credit to him for making his first playoff start. Remember, they didn't make it back in 2015, I want to say, but Derek Carr was not playing that game. He got injured beforehand, and that's why that team didn't really do well in the playoffs. Credit to Las Vegas for actually getting the win, mm-hmm. and, I don't, and I don't buy that BS that uh, because... Um, because the Chargers called the timeout that Las Vegas wasn't going to try a field goal. Oh, yeah, they for, they for Las sure Las Vegas were. was going to try a field yeah, goal. Were, they were actually in shotgun before the uh, uh, Chargers called the timeout, so they probably were going to do an inside zone or kind of a quick pass to the outside. Yeah. I don't think they were going to go downfield with the ball. I may have been wrong. Who knows? But I don't buy that. I mean, you may be looking at a 57-yard field goal, which is... Uh, a bit longer and not as automatic yeah. uh, for David Carlson, but uh, you know, it's it's all how the cookie crumbles. Hey, if if um the Chargers call a timeout and they stop them, they mm-hmm. actually get a tackle for loss. Carlson misses the field goal. I mean, there you go. Staley is a hero. He's a hero of of the Chargers for making him make the playoffs. Yeah, but of course it went the other way around. And Las Vegas ends up getting in. Credit to them. You know, the Chargers ended up not getting in, which is very bad. But uh, this Chargers team is not done yet. I think Uh -uh. they got a lot of young pieces, and maybe they can make a run next year. Yeah, they for sure can. I could definitely see this Chargers team make it for sure the playoffs next year, but 
potentially a Super Bowl run in the next couple of years. They're a really young team. Besides Keenan Allen, they're a really young team. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the Chargers. All right, um, that pretty much wraps up our entire Week 18. Do you want to go through predictions uh, from last week? No, let's go into our playoff picture. Oh, let's yeah. go into the playoff picture. We're not going to pick yet. Well, actually, let's pick. Let's pick the playoff games right now. All right. right. Um, so we're to, gonna want go. Me to, want me to go over our last week's totals, or does that not matter? Yeah, last week's totals. Go over last week's total then. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So first game: Chiefs Broncos. We both said Chiefs. Uh, Cowboys Eagles. I said Cowboys. You said Eagles. I got that one. Uh, Bengals Browns. We both said Bengals. Bengals. Uh, Bears Vikings. I said Chicago. You said Vikings. Uh, so you got that one. Packers Lions. We both said Packers. We should have took the Lions on that one. Um, Washington football team and the Giants. We both said Washington football team. St- uh, Steelers, Ravens. I said Steelers. You said Ravens. Colts, Jags. We both said Colts. Titans, Texans. We both said Titans. Falcons, Saints. I said Falcons. You said Saints. Jets, Bills. We both said Bills. Niners, Rams. I said Niners. You said Rams. Uh, Pats, Dolphins. We both said Pats. Cards, Seahawks. We both said Cards. Bucks, Panthers. We both said Bucks. Chargers, Raiders. I said Chargers. You said Raiders. Uh, this week coming out in a tie. It's a tie, damn. So I think I won yeah, on the did. year. You did for sure. In total, I think I won on the year, but it was a good year. Good year picking. Let's let's head into. But we're not done with picking. We still got a wild card, divisional, conference, and entire, a uh, Super Bowl season, yeah. to pick. We still got the playoffs to go. Let's start with the Saturday games. We got two games in the Saturday window. Both are going to be AFC games. One's at Paul Brown Stadium playing the Raiders. Bengals and Raiders. Who do you have in this one? I think what we should do for this, just to make it special, because there's not a lot of games, I think we should, uh, the person that picks first, uh, the second person has to pick the opposite. Even though... Has has to pick the opposite team? Yeah. Okay. I guess. That's fine. All right. Okay, um, you get first pick in this one. First pick, I'm gonna what take. Pick? I'm gonna take Bengals. The Cincinnati team looks a lot better than this Raiders team to me. I do, I do love Cincinnati in this one, but uh, I'll pick the Raiders, and you know I'm not very mad because yeah. this Raiders team could honestly upset this Cincinnati team. We've seen at times where Cincinnati has underperformed. Right now, heading into the postseason, though, they look pretty damn good. They do. But who knows? Las Vegas is also carrying their momentum from an overtime win. That may get Derek Carr fired up. And that team looks like they're Rich Versace. You know, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. their uh, head coach gets them all fired up. You know, he's, like, he's a family man, and he's getting them all <laughs> fired up. I would not be surprised if the Raiders actually take it to Cincinnati and maybe win. Notable injuries right now. Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, both questionable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, T. Higgins and, is questionable. And we don't know. Joey B coming off of an injury, uh, one-week injury, but I think Joey B will be like the Joey B we've seen all season. Yeah, I think Joey B will just be absolutely phenom- phenomenal in this game. I honestly think it could be a higher-scoring affair. It should be. I yeah. don't see many defensive moves. Maybe a bit. You know, we could see, like, a quarter where they absolutely ball out both these teams, and we could see a quarter where it's absolute defense. Yeah. It could be that kind of, kind of game, but I'm not honestly mad about having the Raiders because, you know— it's the Raiders. It is. Both teams are ten and seven, so you got that. All right, on to your well, your pick, Pats Bills. Uh, they're at Pats they're Bills. at they're at Highmark, which is going to be a three degree game time. Think of that, three a degrees. Three That's gonna degree. Be very very cold. You know what? This game is frigid. This game has running the ball all over it. Mm-hmm. I think this so. game's so tough for when me they to when they ran pick. the ball last time. What happened? Ah, this game's just so tough with me to pick. Yeah, this is a tough one. Because it's it's a bad weather game. Mm-hmm. When they play bad weather games, New England just handed the ball off all the time. But the last appearance they've had where Buffalo beat New England 33-21. to So they both went even on the season. Mm-hmm. Buffalo had has won the AFC. They're hosting this game at uh, Highmark Stadium. They are. Very frigid temp- temperatures. Buffalo is favored in this game. 
I'm going to go with Buffalo. I like Josh Allen in the big arm, maybe getting Stephon Diggs wide open. And who knows, Devin Singletary, they could split the gaps. Devin Singletary up the middle for 80 yards for a touchdown. I do like Buffalo in this one. Yeah, I think uh, Mac Jones is going to put on the diver suit. He's going to put on the wetsuit, you know, like he always does. Like he took it from Tom Brady. But I think this Pats team's going to come out on top. I mean, I, anyways, if I had to pick any of these teams, I'm going to say the Pats because last time they played in a extreme weather uh, with the snowstorm last time, I think it was in Highmark. Um, the Pats came out on top by running the ball. I don't think Josh Allen's going to be able to sling the ball. I want to see the Bills win this one. Actually, I don't know, but I'm I'm going for the Pats. All right. for the packs because we're picking yeah. both. Uh, we're picking the opposite team that somebody else picks. Uh, New England could win with their run game, and they play off their defense. They could honestly win. Their defense hasn't looked as strong in the later sessions. They're actually coming off of a loss, New England is. But who knows? Uh, heading into this game, it should be a good game yeah. by all means. All right, on to the next uh, next games. We got Eagles Sunday. and Bucks. Sunday uh, game. Son- Sunday game. First Sunday game at twelve. Simple as this. I'm gonna say the goat. He's at home in Tampa. You know, Tom in Tampa plays lights out. I'm going Bucks. Uh yeah, I love the Bucks, but I I have to choose Philadelphia because you made that rule. <laughs> but here's how I'm gonna justify in my head that Philadelphia could possibly beat. Tampa Bay you know they're gonna have to minimize the ball in Tom Brady's hands you're gonna have to run the play you're gonna have to have seven minute drives it's just you're you're gonna have to do it lean on your running backs Jalen Hurts read option you can get that going a bit um get him throwing the ball but you know you gotta have longer mm-hmm. longer possessions in this game if you're gonna win at Philadelphia or Philadelphia Wants to win. They have a 22% chance of winning this game. Tampa Bay has a 77. Lucky for them, they're playing at a 64-degree weather. Maybe some lightning in the yeah, area. Yeah, potentially knows? a rainy game, so we'll have to see how that goes out. Could be delayed because of lightning. We don't know yet. It's Florida. It. We don't know the weather. Um, notable injuries in this game would have to be... Well, I mean, Chris Godwin's out for the season. Yep. But um, Miles Sanders is questionable, and uh, Antonio Brown he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Antonio <laughs> Brown doesn't exist on the team anymore. He's been cut, so who knows? You know, yeah. I like the Buccaneers in this one. I think the Buccaneers are going to win, but maybe Philadelphia could do something. And I'm really leaning to no, they can't. But Tampa Bay. I think we'll win this game, but I gotta have to go with the Eagles. <laughs> All right, next game. This is your pick. We got Niners and Cowboys. Both teams Niners, Cowgirls. Here we go. Both teams have potential. Both teams Both. have looked great. Debo is looked lights out. Uh, Cowboys, on the other hand, their defense is, is astonishing. But really, just a this head-to-head game. Team, the team that I'm choosing. This team has looked good in the last. These teams in the last five games, both of them, only have one loss. And to me, this team is better than what their record states. This team looked very good last week in a comeback victory against the Rams. This team is going to take it into Dallas, and they're going to beat Dallas. I think the 49ers win this one. Uh, I I could that's, definitely that's, yeah that's a I could definitely I could see de- it happening. Yeah, I could, I could see it too. I know we both want to see the Cowboys lose first round. I could definitely see that happening. The Cowboys, although I said their defense is lights lights out. On the other hand, the passing Trayvon Diggs way make a good pass. He has the he's let up the most pass yards in the. You entire don't league. have exactly. to pass it. Run it. Run with the Debo. game. Exactly. Run it with Debo. Run a Get wheel route with Debo. Get George Kittle wide open. You yeah. don't need many. Big plays, to be honest. And this Dallas offense could be inconsistent at times. Mm -hmm. I could see Dallas. They need to get out to a fast start, which they haven't been able to do in some games really early on. They Mm -hmm. can't make many mistakes. They got to go, go, go. This game is going to be won in the trenches. It's going to be won from the defensive line of the San Francisco 49ers and the offensive line of the Dallas Cowboys. I do believe that defensive line of San Francisco can get some pressure to Dak. Mm-hmm. And I do think that could 
pressure him into making some throws that are not as great or make him throw off balance. I do believe that San Francisco will win this game. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that one. I think San Francisco's coming on top. But with my rule, I have to pick the Cowboys, so I'm going with the Cowboys on this one. All right. And I do see the Cowboys to actually win this one, actually. Going from the Cowboys side of things, kind of explaining how they would win. Uh, They got to get out to a fast start, like we said. They got to win in the trenches, get out to a fast start, and I think Mm -hmm. they could easily get this 1-1. But it's it's a little more discomfort. I would have loved Dallas if they would have went up against a team other than San Francisco. Mm -hmm. But since they're going up against San Francisco, that doesn't leave a great taste in my mouth if you are a Cowboys fan. Man. Next game, we got Steelers, Steelers and Chiefs. You know, no, I, you I'm thinking. No, no, I'm thinking. I was thinking, Chiefs or Steelers are obviously the underdogs by a lot. They said they're just gonna go out and have fun. You know, they're gonna go out have fun, sling the ball. Big Ben's gonna sling the ball in his last game. They're gonna go out have fun, potentially win the game. But I don't have enough faith in the mo- in the most mobile tree, actually the least mobile tree I've ever seen. Big Ben. Being about as mobile as a light pole, I'm taking the Chiefs. I thought you were to say I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers, which <laughs> is the obvious choice here. Are you kidding me? I'm joking. Uh, I have zero faith in the Pittsburgh Steelers that they could actually win this game, let alone stumble out of the locker room dressed. Um, uh, this team was did not expect to be in the playoffs. I would have loved it if the Chargers actually made it in this spot mm-hmm. or the... Raiders are playing in the spot, but it's going to be very interesting this game. Uh, I love Kansas City in this one. I think Kansas City wins this one. Mm-hmm. And they're first time ever they're double-digit favorites heading into this game at home in a playoff game. First time that this has ever happened. So uh, the Steelers, I don't think they have much of a chance, but since your stupid rule... <laughs> Makes me pick the Steelers. <laughs> All right, on your last game, this is your pick. Cards Rams. Um, they're playing at oh, SoFi. Geez, why do I get? Why do I get the you get the hard ones games of of the two? I know what you I would get pick. All the I know what I would games. pick. I'm gonna pick the Rams in this exactly. one. The Rams are at home in SoFi Stadium, which could be a problem, as we saw. Um. The San Francisco 49ers fans traveled, and that seemed like a home game for them. There was not many Rams fans there in the stands. It was basically a 49ers frenzy. As Debo Samuel said, that it was basically like a home game there. So who knows? The Arizona Cardinal fans could show up and drove and make that a home game. Given the Rams did move move from St. Louis to L.A., so how big of a fan base do they yeah. really actually have? We don't know. Uh, but but yeah. I do like Matthew Stafford in this one. Control the ball. Don't turn it over. That's the key. Yeah, this uh, this Rams defense has got to be lights out. Jalen Ramsey, um, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, they got to be lights out. The Cardinals are 8-1 in and away, so the Cardinals have looked fantastic at an away game. But it could be considered a home game, maybe get their nerves up. I think the Rams are coming on top on this one, but with my rule, i got to take the Cardinals. You know, I could see the Cardinals win this one as well. they just got to run the ball, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a lot of running, maybe with Kyle Mur- Kyler Murray or James Conner. They do get J.J. Watt, I think, might come back. He sure, says sure. he's on injury reserve, but I thought he was coming back. Maybe I'm not correct. Yeah, there was, a, there was potential of him coming back. There was potential. James Conner's coming back. Well, it's questionable. Yeah. Chase Edmonds is questionable. Matthew Stafford's actually questionable, but he always plays because he's a very tough player. Yeah. Always played through injury in Detroit. So it's going to be very interesting on this wild card weekend to see who For actually sure. comes out. Who's All the poser right. and who is the one stepping up to the table? Now, you know, we're going to head to the chop block. Chop Block is a segment where NFL coaches got fired. Head coaches got fired. Who was chopped Monday morning? Who lost their jobs? Most definitely the most notable for us Bears fans, Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, they're both gone. Um, Vic Fangio was uh, a little bit uh, earlier in the week, but um, another one was Joe Judge a little later. Surprising on Tuesday. Surprisingly, um, uh, Brian Flores, we did not expect that. Mike Zimmer and the Vikings uh, GM did get fired, too. 
let's go through each of the coaches and like how and what we think about their firing. Starting with Mike Zimmer, we kind of knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. If we were going to be honest, Mike Zimmer is just—he's not. not he was not doing the best. He had a lot of talent on that team. That team was very talented. Mm-hmm. It just. He yeah, it's like it's like like I, was, it done. like I was saying last week. There's always there's like a little wall. I feel like a wall with this Vikings team. They got Kirk Cousins. They got Justin Jefferson. They got Dalvin Cook, uh, but they don't got a head coach. So that's what they got to look for now. Um, he's gone. So search begins. Search does begin. They also fired their GM Rick Rick Bielman. Uh, I don't know if I said that correctly. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But mm-hmm. it has been a long tenure with. The Minnesota Vikings and it ended with them getting fired. Let's head to Chicago where they did fire both their head coach, Matt Nagy, and their GM, Ryan Pace. What were your thoughts? Was this a deserved fire? Um, Was this not a deserved fire? What do you think? Matt Nagy being the coach of the year in 2018, bringing his team to the playoffs, losing by a field goal. We don't. I know we, us Bears fans don't like to talk about that, but uh, yeah. But Matt Nagy uh, didn't has not looked the same since that 2018-2019 season. Um, and yeah, I mean Matt Nagy deserved to go. I think his time was up. Um, it wasn't a bad guy. He was just a bad coach. Uh, Ryan Pace. I honestly uh, hot take. Like you said on one of the past weeks, I was fine with him. I was thinking he maybe get it, got promoted to a different uh, role in the Bears. But I uh, know it is what it is. The search for the Bears. Begins, I wanted uh, Ace to be the team president. I yeah. wanted him to be promoted to team president and somebody else get hired as a GM because I didn't yeah. want a McCaskey to still run as yeah. team president. Because like Phillips I saw, was, uh-huh. I saw he was uh, yeah. demoted, kind of, sort mm-hmm. of. He still is. He still is going to help look for the GM along with George McCaskey, mm-hmm. but um. It just really was frustrating. Uh, yeah, Bears and then uh, I, I saw a thing today. Is uh, some I don't know. I saw it on Instagram. It was like a thing of someone was ranting on the McCaskies. They're stuck in '85. They're thinking they're trying to build a team like the '85 Bears. They're stuck trying to own the team like the '85 Bears. They got to realize the game has modernized. The game has moved on. The game is more. It's way different than it was in the '85. In '85, so. Potentially the McCaskies holding it back. We'll have to see what this next season holds for the Bears. But... Let's be honest. The McCaskies lucked into 85, lucked into that team. Yeah. They All they did was luck into that. They have not been good owners since not the beginning. Ever since George Hallis died, they have not been good owners taking over that. And it's very a shame that such a prestigious organization like the Chicago Bears is letting such crap ownership like the McCaskies, but you know we all saw the writing on the ship, and they did fire Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Hopefully, they get somebody there that's at least feasible. But let's head on to another head coach that just got fired. Let's head on to Vic Fangio of the Denver Broncos, who was a coach a couple weeks ago, who we said maybe could get fired. He did end up getting fired. After they lost to the Chiefs, he did have some interesting words to say before his press conference after that game is is he's trying to defend himself was all the rest of the teams in that division, they have quarterbacks. They, they have good quarterbacks. Derek Carr, you have um, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, you have uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. And what do you have? You have Teddy, Teddy and Bridgewater Drew and you have Drew Locke. You're not going to end up winning games like that. They did the best they could mm-hmm. with not a great quarterback. You know, I did like Vic Fangio, but I do like him more as a defensive coordinator than I, I do say. like as a um, as a head coach. I, I heard Bears fans, oh, why don't you give Vic Fangio to Chicago? Well, if you look back into it, he didn't really enjoy being in Chicago mm-hmm. as much. He may come back if Harbaugh goes to Chicago, if he may ask him to come back because he was Harbaugh's defensive coordinator in the 49ers. Yeah. But we don't know yet. We don't know if Harbaugh's even going to come back to the NFL. I want him to. But let's head on to another coach that got fired. Actually, this was a surprising coach that got fired from the Miami Dolphins. Brian Flores was let go. After making, after being four and two against Bill Belichick after their win, 
to to make yeah this very yeah. interesting. Yeah, but I was I was honestly surprised about this. No one really expected uh the Dolphins to fire their coach, so no one expected Brian Flores to leave the Dolphins. He really didn't have any choice. He didn't have a choice, but uh, a lot uh, of players didn't yeah. realize it too. A lot, yeah, they they like, no players yet. But coach. like literally, him winning seven straight. Like I said, they were it was a bad it was uh, fake Dolphins team. They were against bad teams, easy schedule. But uh, another thing is the is that he was a great coach. I I could see him going to the Bears. I could see him going to the Broncos. I could see him going to any team. Like we're saying, like we're saying, yeah, like we're saying, there's no easy games. Uh huh. There's no easy games. Exactly. Like I want to touch on a few things from the past, two of them. But I think for the Bears, the future looks bright. They got next year. Their schedule came out. They got an easy schedule, or easier schedule considerably, with the team's records this year, with how the teams have looked. Potentially having eleven wins, potentially having ten wins, potentially. Uh, This team is very young. Uh, Well, besides Akeem Hicks and their defense does look hot. They got Eddie Jackson. They got Khalil Mack. They got Robert Quinn now. That's where I kind of disagree with you on the Bears. The Bears are in a rebuild. Mode. It is very obvious that defense is very, very old. You have very few talent on that that team. Very young talent. Why I may add, I mean, you ha- you have a uh, Montgomery, you have Justin Field, you have Mooney, you have mm-hmm. some little f- remnants of things, but that defense is going to need to be yeah, get I, younger yeah, very quick. They're in a rebuilding year. I don't think ten wins is in the card next I, season. No, we got uh, I don't even yeah. think. Is, I think and I, I think, think, I think, think maybe seven wins. I think it is. I think that they had seven wins this year. That easily could have been more. But I think uh, pretty much non-biased, bias-ish. But um, I think the Bears are gonna do good next year. New co- maybe it'll take a year for them to settle in. New coach, maybe some guy that likes Justin Fields. Some maybe like we're gonna touch on some more coaches for a potential team. Maybe a coach that formerly coached like the Ravens incorporate some run games because we use Justin Fields' speed. But Another thing is uh, the Bears. I think the McCaskies are holding them back. I think you got to kick them out. Um, but I could see the Bears being good if the if Aaron Rodgers leaves. The Bears Vikings are going to be fighting for the number one seed yeah. in the division. But but you, you but, can't kick the owners of the Bears out of the building as much as us Bears fans wish. So I don't think the Bears are going to have as good as a year as you're thinking. I do think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the in the NFC North next year. If I do may add, and I don't even know their head coach, so I can't speculate if they're going to do good or not. Even if it was Harbaugh or some other guys that I like, I don't believe they'll they'll be as good as you yeah. say they're going to be. Because I, be- I believe. Uh, I believe regardless. Will be a hangover. I believe regardless, it'll be a fresh house. Nagy Pace will be gone. Clean house. Justin Fields. Clean team. Maybe defense is getting a little old. Possibly get another clean year. Out of them. I think no. I think. I think. I'm going to stand my case. I think the Bears are going to do good next year. You could keep your case saying they're going to get seven clean, wins. Okay, here. A clean slate, slate, a clean team means new coaches, yeah. new stat, new all that, new playbook, new all personnel, new basically a new team. You're not going to have many offensive weapons. You're going to have a lot of people leaving free agency. Akeem Hicks is going to be gone. You're going to have... Uh, uh, Allen Robinson is going to be gone. Deshaun Gibson is going to be gone. You got a lot of guys leaving this team, and I don't think will even be re-signed. You may get some free agent guys that the Bears do have $40 million in cap space this offseason, so they may they have some room to go out there and get some I maybe flashy yeah. guys. But I don't mm-hmm. believe this team is, by any imagination, I don't believe they're a playoff team. I, I don't believe yeah. they'll be close to making a playoff. I disagree with you. I think the Bears are going to look great next year. I think, uh, like you said, there's going to be people that leave, like Akeem Hicks. They're, they're not, don't have, I think they have a second-round draft pick. Uh, they don't have a first-rounder this year. They traded up for Justin Fields. Um, but, yeah, I do see the Bears being a decent team next year, uh, possibly first, second in their division, depending if Aaron Rodgers leaves or not. But, all right, I'm going to move on from the Bears now. We'll cover more Bears. We'll make it like a Bears-related episode or something in the offseason where we just debate the whole time. But on to the next, I'll go on to the uh, – I'm going to touch on the Broncos real quick. I think they get a veteran quarterback like maybe Russell Wilson, Jimmy G, Aaron Rodgers, whoever leaves, possibly go to Denver. Uh, they have a really young team. That team has potential to carry the team to possibly playoffs like Peyton Manning did. And then back to the Dolphins. We really covered that. We're gonna have to cover more coaches who they're gonna hire. Let's um, let's to... cover 
the New York Giants as they fired Joe Judge on that Tuesday morning. It was very a weird firing because it didn't seem like they were going to fire Joe Judge, but it did seem like pressure from fans. There, There's some people saying Aaron Rodgers kind of pressured them into firing Joe Judge. I don't think that's true, but I do think that it was more fan pressure to fire him. He really isn't a great head coach. And um, exactly maybe like, exactly a billionaire like, smack talked him exactly into firing like, him. Exactly like he's a terrible play caller. Why would you call uh, quarterback sneaks two plays in a row when you're on your own five? You're just giving your team more room to punt? No, that's not what you do. You run the ball. You pass the ball. You get out of that situation. Terrible play calling by Joe Judge. Potential. Uh, they said they were going to yeah, keep him. Yeah, you're talking about the QB uh, yeah, two QB, QB sneaks, sneaks and, and then like a third and eight out punt room. Yeah, that that made no sense to anybody who actually knows football. Um, and now that we've covered all the firings, we're gonna go into hey, who is gonna be the candidates for each of these teams? Who did they request to interview? And who do we think might be their head coach? Yeah. Um, we're not really gonna cover on GMs because no, GMs topic is pretty vague. Um, not really much interest in GMs, but for head coaches, the Bears starting off, they had Jim Harbaugh. That's really, he's really a, just well, a toss. Jim Harbaugh's Jim real- Harbaugh was an honor- honorable mention, yeah. mention because that's basically, he's basically a to- he's, a, he's a toss up. They, they might have, inter- yeah. they haven't said if they've interviewed yeah. him at all. So I doubt yeah, mm-hmm. there, that there in the end, but uh, Todd Bulls, defensive coordinator of the Buccaneers. That might be a, another option and for then, the Bears. Yeah. Brian Dable, and then, Bills uh, off coordinator. The next one, uh, Matt Eberflus or whatever. Easter, Col- Easter, Easter. whatever. Uh, Colts defensive coordinator. I think the Bears, they got to sign an offensive coordinator, maybe a former head coach like Doug Peterson. Um, but on the next, they have Leslie Frazier, Leslie Frazier Bills defensive coordinator. Um, basically no, Bills taking- offense. Yeah, yeah, defensive. defensive my yeah. bad, my bad. Brian Dable is the offensive, yeah. my bad. All right, and then the next one is Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers' offensive coordinator, basically taking any of these guys from the from good teams that have had success with other teams and giving them a head coaching job in Chicago. Byron Leftwich, which is another really good option. Uh, he's a Buccaneers' offensive coordinator. I think that that'd be a great fit. But I do think for the Bears, it's best if you kind of have somebody who's already been a head coach. Not somebody who's yeah. going to be a head coach or, like, developing a head coach. So I do like the idea of bringing Brian Flores. And I do like the idea of Jim Harbaugh. And may I just, like, elaborate on Jim Harbaugh for a second? Jim Harbaugh is from the Dicka days. The Dicka. Da Bears days. Da Bears. And, and he is a perfect, perfect fit for Chicago, he knows what the city likes. He played quarterback for here under Dicka. So I do think he may be a guy that you lure back. He knows what the city wants. He's a great hard-nosed coach for this. And mm-hmm. it, they could make a run with Jim. Yeah. I do believe mm-hmm. that it it could happen. I don't like some of these other options. I, another, some of these yeah. defensive coordinators for the Bears. Is, uh, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a natural fit. Another thing is uh, Jim Harbaugh. You brought the Niners to the Super Bowl. Um, another one I was going to touch on, Doug Peterson. The Bears did recently, I think a couple hours ago, they said they uh, released an announcement that they did interview him today officially. Um, he's like the first of all the guys that they're doing. I think, personally, I think Jim Harbaugh is their best option. Doug Peterson, you got to think about it. He led Nick Foles and Carson Wentz to the Super Bowl, but what led him to be what led what led him to, what let him to be what led him to be fired though he got fired I for a reason like I know I don't I don't like Doug Peterson he's a Matt Nagy lookalike he he's is. basically the exact same as Matt Nagy that's like what I was I saying I knew what Matt Nagy was in Chicago I don't want to repeat that same question I don't like Dan Quinn I don't want another defensive coordinator like I said for the Bears it makes more sense to go offensive sides because mm-hmm. you got uh the defense already really figured out. You just uh, yeah. need an offensive side of guy. Let's move on, though, to Denver. One, well, another one I wanted to add on there. There was a guy. I forget what he was. It was the Ravens offensive coordinator that they said they were going to interview. But I really like him because he's had experience with Lamar calling the play-action plays, calling the rolls out of the pocket for Lamar. I could see them definitely incorporating that with Justin Fields. But, yeah, like you said, Doug Peterson, I don't like him. Hey, he got fired from the Eagles for a reason. Um, I think Jim Harbaugh is the best answer for the Bears, and on to Denver. And to Denver, 
and I really do like the first fit here. I like Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, maybe in Denver. I think he's a very flashy option. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves a head coaching job, and Denver has a very talented offense, so they could really hit the road with that. Uh, I do like Kellen Moore landing here. Kellen Moore, the Cowboys offensive coordinator, very good. Uh, I do like that. Um, yeah, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore was a big option for the Bears, too. He was in one up there that they, uh, people or fans were saying they should interview. And Jim Harbaugh could also go to any of these teams. He could go to Denver. He could go to Minnesota. He could go anywhere, even if he goes well, back to the NFL. John, John, Jim Harbaugh is only really interested in two jobs. He's not really interested in any of the other jobs. He's interested either in the Bears and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. The Bears, he has history with the Bears, and he kind of would like to come back either for the Bears job or for the Raiders job because he knows um, the owner of the Raiders too. So it's he wouldn't come back for any of the other jobs. I don't believe he mm-hmm. would actually accept any of the other jobs. But uh, Denver has a, lo- a list of people they've requested to interview if you want to go through that, Andrew. Uh, yeah, Denver, they said Brian Callahan, the Bengals offensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, uh, the Eagles defensive coordinator, like we were saying earlier. I don't think any of these defensive coordinators for any of these teams are going to work. Uh, they have more of a defensive mindset. If you're being the head coach, you need an offensive I do like mindset. Denver, though. I do like a defensive coordinator uh, head coach in Denver, I do yeah. believe. I mean, we just went through it with uh, Vic Fangio, but I do think – they could have that. I, I think there may be a dark horse to maybe hire then, a defensive Yeah, board. I just realized another one we didn't touch up for the Bears is Brian, Brian Flores, the amazing coach who just got fired from uh, Miami. He could go to any of these teams, really. Whoever's giving the best offer, it, depend, it depends. Yeah, it all depends on what happens. And then another one for the uh, Broncos was uh, Luke Getzky, the Packers quarterback coach and past game coordinator. Uh, I don't know. That seems like a stretch to become a head coach. Um, Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive coordinator potentially. I don't believe that he'd be the right suit for that. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, like we said, for the Bears, Packers offensive coordinator. And then uh, Gerard Mayo, Patriots inside linebacker coach. Uh, Like you said, Kellen Moore, uh, Kevin O'Connell, the Rams offensive coordinator, and Dan Quinn, Cowboys defensive coordinator. What are your thoughts? Let's... Yeah. uh, those are all the options that they're requested to interview at this moment. Yeah. And these are guys are actually considering. Um, I do like Eric um, Eric Bieniemy in this situation. I do think he's mm-hmm. a good fit for their team. Or I do like Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore is a very interesting mm-hmm. option. And I think that could be a – I like those two guys either. Yeah, I'd agree. Either here in Denver. Uh, moving on to Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville is a very interesting – very very interesting uh destination uh, some interesting name that just pops out of my mind that i really want to see get another shot at an nfl coaching job is jim codwell true true yeah he uh, was yeah. the old lions lions colts. and colts heads coach he's very good and what he did to that lions team they haven't had the same success since he's left, I mean, he's he's a very good head coach. I'd love to see him in Jacksonville, but yet it's Jacksonville, so who knows? Yeah, um, Byron Byron Leftwich, yeah. good one. Kellen Moore, they're saying Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, I don't like Bill O'Brien. No, but not at all. I don't like him Maybe in a room. Doug Peterson, he may be interesting. Dan Quinn, um, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, the pa- Packers offensive coordinator. Um, yeah, I think I think I like Jim Caldwell. He has experience with bad teams like the Lions. He, I could potentially, yeah, I could see uh, Jim Caldwell. He has experience with the Lions, like a bad team bringing him up. I'd say the best fits for this, I'd say, would be Jim Caldwell, or I would say, I mean, not I don't don't do the interim head coach for Jacksonville. You need a new guy. Uh, Urban Meyer wasn't the plan. Um, but I think Kellen Moore is more for uh, Denver. I do, I do like Doug Peterson in this instance. I do like Jim Codwell, and I do like Todd Bowles, actually, in the Mm -hmm. situation. And I think that's where they might land. Maybe Byron Leftwich. I'm not too certain about Byron Leftwich to Mm -hmm. Jacksonville, but who knows? We're going to go move on to Miami, though. 
Yeah, Miami, and who do we have for Miami? Miami recently firing their coach, which is unexpected. They have Brian Dabble, Bills offensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, Cardinals defensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel, 49ers offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, which we've covered on earlier, pretty much on every team, Cowboys off defense or no offensive coordinator, and Dan Quinn, Cowboys defensive coordinator. Who's your best pick for this? Me, I I honestly don't know. I did mm-hmm. think the coach that they had, um, Brian Flores was the best option for them the reason why he left it was conflicting with the gm and quarterback situation that's why Mm -hmm. i think the bears and other teams should just be a little bit wary of that that he didn't get along with many people in that organization who knows it's very unexpected yes he won but is he going to be a toxic coach in the environment i don't think so i don't think exactly like that but, um, you know, here, Miami, maybe go with Dan Quinn, maybe I call him more. Um, really, they could swing anywhere. I don't see much potential for any of these coaches, really. I just I just think they were good with what they had, even though they didn't have a good relationship together. I still think the, that would have been their best option, like you said. Yeah, in, in that situation, but... Um... Mm-hmm. Let's head to the Vikings. The Vikings really has been. Um, I haven't really got much yeah, information. Vi- Vikings, Vikings. Uh, Vikings really don't know what they're doing. They haven't really requested the interview. Doug Peterson's name popped up. Kellen Moore, Nathaniel Hackett, the OC for the Packers. So I, I've heard um, some different things around the Vikings organization. Maybe I do like Doug Peterson here if mm-hmm. he doesn't go to. Um, who did I say he might go do? If he doesn't go to uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville uh, I do like him. The Vikings landing here would be not a bad spot. Whoever lands here is not going to have a have a bad roster. They're going to have some talent on there. Justin Jefferson. They're going to have to get a new QB because Kirk Cousins at uh, one year offer. They may be able to trade Kirk Cousins for uh, a first round pick or something like that for um because of um. Somebody will take his contract, definitely, only on a one-year contract. Uh, but, yeah, not much information. What, who do you think? Uh, I don't really know. I'd say Doug Peterson. He has experience with the team, but Vikings really don't know where they're going. They have a really good team, really good potential. You can't mess this one up. you got Kirk Cousins. you got Dalvin Cook. you got Justin Jefferson. This head coach basically pieces the team together. It's what they need to make the playoffs. Basically, they got to make a choice, and they got to make the right one. Okay, heading on to the Raiders, who are now in the playoffs, so now they're not technically looking at it for a head coach right now. I do like Rich Bersacci actually keeping his job. I do think he deserves to keep his job, leading that team to the playoffs. I do like that, but if if not him, I do maybe think Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I'd, I'd say... I'd say keep Rich Bisaki. That team has been struggling all year with losing Henry Ruggs and a bunch of their, uh, wasn't it, a cornerback and then another wide receiver and losing a bunch of weapons for Derek Carr. But Rich Bisaki, he's looked great. He's led them through Bisaki. He's been beating a bunch, beating decent teams, beating the Chargers in overtime, leading that Raiders team to looking pretty decent. I'd say him or Jim Harbaugh for this. Yeah, very much so, and uh, the the Raiders could be a very interesting offseason. Right now, they're not really focused on that because they have a playoff game to focus, but it's very interesting. It's going to be a very interesting wild card weekend, and this playoffs is going to be very, very fun. It'll be interesting to see which teams lose because if they lose, you may see offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators from those teams leave and get hired by uh, uh, teams that have vacancies. So it'll be very interesting, and uh, it'll be a very yeah. good wild card do think, weekend. Do you think we should make uh, make picks on who we think is going to be Super Bowl contenders as of now, as what we see now that we know the playoffs? Super Bowl contenders? Are we going to pick? Let's pick, okay, a, let's, let's pick a Final Four. Let's pick, pick a... Let's pick a... So we're picking yeah, the... Yeah. I, I, no, let's just pick uh, one from the AFC, one from all the right, NFC. All right, all right. right now, we're, we didn't really come prepared for this. We're just going to pick. I'm going to have you you pick first. 
All right. Uh, who See, do you think seeing the, be representing the NFC. Seeing these matchup, the seeing these matchups here for the NFC. You got Rams, Cardinals. Rams kind of on the top. Uh, Niners, Cowboys. That's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, Eagles, Bucks, and I think we're going to have uh, who else is NFC? Eagles, Bucks, Niners, Cowboys, Cardinals, Rams. Um, and then there's also the Packers who have to buy. I think I'm going to see Packers and Bucks in the final championship. And then I'm going to see the Bucks going to the Super Bowl, upsetting the Packers by like a field goal or something. And then for the AFC, I'm going to see, I'm going to for sure say the Bengals versus the possibly Chiefs or Patriots in the championship division and then I think I could see the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl I don't know they just look like the better team on uh, AFC but I could also see the Rams being upsets for NFC possibly coming out in late Der- or uh, Matthew Stafford doesn't throw any interceptions you never know I mean you you never do know with this is it's great in football it comes down to one game opportunities and if I look at the quarterbacks and if we're just solely going off the quarterbacks um I, I do think Tom Brady will lead his Ooh, team I've, to just, a Super yeah. Bowl uh, in the NFC yeah. itself. And I do think the Chiefs will make it back there. And I don't know who wins that game, but I think it's just going to be believe, a rematch. I, 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 re- I think what I forgot I forgot about was the Titans. Titans. I think it's going to be Titans-Chiefs AFC Championship, and then we're going to see Titans or Chiefs making it. I don't really know at this point. So I think it's going to be Titans or Chiefs against the Bucks in the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be the Chiefs and the Bucks in the Super Bowl rematch. A rematch. I think yep. I think coming out on top. I think it's going to be the Bucks. TB12 taking over another championship ring. He's going to get what is it? Nine, eight. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know who wins that game, but it's going to be very to interesting to find out in these NFL playoffs. And as the NFL playoffs kick off, be sure to continue listening to our podcast, Anytime Sports Podcast, where coming at you with all the updates follow us on instagram and tiktok we come and we are more active on there and we'll kind of give you more information as it comes live out here we know we don't film the podcast every single day so we mm-hmm. can't get the live information as well out to you but if you follow us on instagram and tiktok we will definitely give you some more live information but it's been a real one and see you guys later peace see you next week We'll